Hey, Landon, uh, when are you planning your next trip down to Orlando? Uh, hoping sometime in late January, but then also my mom and I, we got a trip scheduled for March. So, you know, a couple mm. months out. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, you got all your fast passes booked for March or I guess it's not quite time yet. Are you, you planning out your uh, your strategy already? Uh, yeah, it's not quite time, but I am starting to plan out my strategy. But, you know, I mean, it's like there are some things that I'm very good at when it comes to Walt Disney World. But as I've discovered, planning and time management aren't necessarily those strong suits. Oh, well, let me tell you something. I, I think a lot of people struggle with that. And uh, I think I've got a really good solution. Um, you know, our good buddy, Nick, he's a travel agent. Did you know that? Oh, that's right. Uh, Nick could uh, capture the magic vacations. Yeah, it, it's exactly. He specializes in trips to Walt Disney World. And in fact, he is a graduate of Disney's College of Disney Knowledge, which makes him a certified expert. We just pretend. We just play one on TV. We're not real ones, but <laughs> exactly, he is yeah. He is certainly one for sure. So uh, when you really think about planning a trip, it's complicated. There's, I mean, how do you know what resort to pick? There's way too many choices, mm-hmm. way too many categories. And then we were talking about Fast Passes, but dining, you got to plan Seriously. that 180 days in advance. Yeah, so I already feel like I'm already behind the game when it comes to the dining reservations. But I do think if I was able to use Nick's services, I could, you know, catch up in the game, so to speak. Absolutely, because Nick is a full service Disney travel agent and he can do all of those things for you. And so let me tell you something. I'm going to give you his contact info because I really think you should get in touch with him. His email is nick.salcedo. That's S-A-L-C-E-D-O at ctmvagent.com. And man, you shoot him a note. Let him know. I mean, you could tell him you're part of the Monday Morning Monorail fam, and mm-hmm. he's going to hook you up. You book with him. He's going to get you a Disney gift card. There are bonuses to listening to this podcast in addition to uh, being hopefully entertained. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I, I'm just trying to help you out. It's the holidays. This is my gift to you. I'm trying to relieve some of that stress. Let Nick, St. Nick, take that stress right off your shoulders and... Give him a call, and he's going to be able to book the perfect Disney vacation for Landon the Dawes Don't or anybody else. So I'll tell you what. Why don't you spread the word for me? If you talk to anybody else, if people if people uh, start mentioning to you they might want to travel to Walt Disney World, you let them know about Nick, okay? Absolutely. And I will be sure to let them know to visit his website at CaptureTheMagicVacation.com forward slash agent forward slash Nick dash Salcedo. Yeah, that's perfect. Do it, and hopefully others will follow in your footsteps because you are a trendsetter. I like to think so. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it, but I'll definitely let other people say it. (laughs) All right, man. I'll see you soon. Hopefully. Thanks, Nick. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I have my whole happy monorail family, we're happy for now, here with me today. And we'll see if that changes because today's going to be a very special, very, very special episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, let's go and do a round of introductions here and we'll start with the lady to my left. 
Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here with me on a very special Festivus episode. Of yeah, the Monday I'm already Monorail. grumpy, so it's going to be great. <laughs> Across from Samantha. That wolf blanket your grandmother has. I like the wolf blankets. They're I think itchy. they're pretty cool. I'm, I'm very itchy. I'm an itchy. Wait, are they made of wolf fur? No, no, no. It's they just have wolves on them. Three wolves on howling it? at the moon. Yeah. No, they're those are just the on most it. awesome of all blankets. And they're like really itchy for some reason. <laughs> I guess they're made of wool. Then, like you said, a wolf. wolf. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh. <laughs> Beside the wolf blanket is grieving nugget. Gr- oh, grieving oh. grief griefing nugget. <laughs> Not grieving. No one's Who passed died? away. No, I am grieving. Oh, you are. Yes, my oh, okay. fellow nuggets. Oh. They've been eaten. Oh no. <laughs> A six-piece meal. Samantha McKenna Garrett here in the room with me. We also have our monorail uncle. On the line, our creepy monorail uncle. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think I prefer the Cousin Eddie of the Monday Morning Monorail <laughs> podcast. Come on. Uh, Merry Christmas. The bleeper's full. It's me, Landon Down, y'all. It is. Landon. Notice the- I didn't swear. I, thank you. I appreciate that. Landon the Dawes Dome joining us from the magical Monday Morning Monorail hotline. And, of course, we had to have the whole family here today. And that definitely includes Landon because it is the holiday season. This is Christmas week. We... Want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, and Bon Sparrow Ponyo Felicidad. No. That's great. Nope, nope, that's, Mantengase that's, that's Aliado de las Puertas. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, that's part of the song, I'm sure. Viva la pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> no mas. Por favor. Uh, dos cervezas. <laughs> that's, that's, that's two and a half years of Spanish paying off right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that will conclude the Spanish portion of this episode. Awesome. See. But since the episode's not dropping on Christmas or Christmas Eve, it's dropping on December 23rd. And December 23rd's a special day, as declared by uh, George Costanza's father, not Larry Bird. If you're a fan of Seinfeld, then you know that December 23rd is Festivus. Larry David. And it's a festival. <laughs> it's a celebration for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it rhymes and everything. I said Larry Bird. Yeah, you did say Larry Bird. <laughs> Do you even know who that is? He's a basketball player. Was. He used to be a basketball player. Larry he was Legend. Very tall and white. He was. Um, but Larry David. Larry Bird. Curb your enthusiasm. Is that who you meant to say? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because he, he's Seinfeld dude. That's awesome. Yes, he is the Seinfeld dude, but yeah. that's also awesome. Yeah. Uh, both things are true. What do you want to say about uh, Larry? Any other Larrys you want to talk about? Um, Larry King. Okay. What about Larry King? He's old. He looks like... um he, The Crypt Keeper? He looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Hello, Milwaukee. You're on the air. <laughs> but he did do a radio show for a long, long, long time. So A long, 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 oh, yeah. long time. Is he still around? I think he invented he the radio. He's still alive, yes, as of How? this recording. He, he is still with us. Oh, man. Did I just sentence him to... Is he a head in a jar, like in future? (laughs) He might be. (laughs) But, no, I think he actually invented radio specifically so he could start his radio show, and and he just did it forever. I would Mm -hmm. believe that. Yeah. That's exactly how radio started. (laughs) By Larry Bird starting a radio show. Back to Larry Bird. Everything goes back to Larry Bird. Yep. No, no, no. Back on track. This is a Festivus show. And so, are we sure? There are certain ways that you celebrate Festivus. First, 
you put a metal pole in the middle of the room, which we have. We've got our metal pole. It's a lamp, but it's a metal pole yeah. here in the room with <laughs> Technically. us. Technically, Yeah, so we're participating in that. The second is you gather all your friends and loved ones around the table and you air grievances. Because, you know, the thing is, all year long, you've got to try to be nice and kind and polite. Nah, and do you have to? You're supposed to. Oh, okay. You're supposed to, yes. And that definitely doesn't. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way we try to live this podcast life. I mean... Typically, I know sometimes we can put sometimes. Sometimes we can put. Yeah, I I but we try to be pretty positive about changes and things that go away and things that come to the parks and and all of that. I try to be as positive as possible because there's enough negativity out in the world. But you know what? That means that we're holding a lot of feelings inside, and that's not good for you. So this is going to be a therapeutic day because we're going to air those grievances here around the table today, and then we're going to wrap it up with feats of strength. So, yep, mm-hmm. I've I mean, been stretching. I'm ready to take all y'all down. Excited to see what you guys. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I say we just get started. This is episode 88, by the way, of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Thanks for listening, and thanks for listening all year long. I don't have any grievances with all of you. I love all of you. And really, before we get into it, I also want to say we're on the home stretch here for our fundraising expedition. There's actually, as of this recording, there's a week left for our Give Kids the World fundraiser. So we're just a few dollars short right now of our $1,000 milestone. Yep. If we hit that, we know we're doing the blindfold makeup challenge. And we need to actually push further because we have fallen behind Frank and Jim yeah. of Dillo's Y'all are Diz. losing. What's up with that? Yeah, this it's you know we led for a, a very long time. Which, by the way, when 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 y'all are up, I'm part of the team. But when y'all are down, y'all are losing, not me. Just just want to establish. That. <laughs> Thanks, Landon. Hey, I'm here for y'all until I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> please continue. All right. So, please help us out. We're going to sprint to the finish line here in this last week. And if we get to 1500, you know what that means. Karaoke at Disney Springs with me and Sam Monorail. And that'll be a lot of fun. I want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. That would and be- of course, if that does happen, uh, I'm assuming one of the Monorail children will be uh, live streaming that on Twitter. For yeah. sure. So be sure to follow them. Twitter.com slash Morning Monorail. Yeah. Morning Monorail, and also that's where you oh can find... Oh my God, I got it. Yes, yeah. it is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and that's where you can find links to our uh, support page for Give Kids the World. And go to our website, mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com. There's a click-through banner right at the top. Give. Give what you can. It's the season of giving. And uh, if, if uh, Scrooge from Muppets Christmas Carol taught us anything, that's one thing he taught us, is this is the season of the heart. Yes. A special time of giving. Yep. And for a different... Uh, better... Twitter experience. Go to at Gummy Bear King Two and follow them. Oh my gosh, we don't know that person. And go to Stuttle. their YouTube channel. You'll find it somewhere on the page. I don't remember. That's great. <laughs> yeah, since Festivus is all about family and all of us coming together to air grievances, I put out a call on Twitter and I asked you to participate by either calling the hotline, sending an email, or giving me a response in a tweet. And of course, you all responded as you always do. So I'm going to start by reading an email we got. I'll let you know about a tweet. And then we've got a few voicemails we'll get to. We're going to start with an email from our good friend Frank Cardillo of Dillo's Diz. And I'm going to try my best to read this as a grumpy old man. The following missive is from Frank Cardillo, Chief Instigating Officer of Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. (laughs) L-L-M-O-U-S-E. 
Long have I waited to be provided a platform to air this grievance. Long have I waited to have the Monday morning monorail audience listen to a grievance I have that does not pertain to my arch nemesis, Samantha Monorail. Long have I waited because, as we all know, I am older than all of you. This Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the American Broadcasting Company will run the annual Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade. This telecast is a sham. It's a spectacle. It's a glorified, shiny cookie cutter of an infomercial featuring artists I couldn't pick out of a Disney Plus menu selection. We at Dillo's Diz, we grew up on the Walt Disney World Very Merry Christmas Parade. The Very Merry Christmas Parade had charm. The Very Merry Christmas Parade had wonder. The Very Merry Christmas Parade was 100% not propaganda at all. It was factual. Everything was very merry show. Our Very Merry Christmas Parade was of Joan London and Alan Thicke and Regis by God Philbin. If Walt Disney World doesn't change the name of one of its lounges at hashtag AlwaysMGM to The Regis after he passes away, which he never will, they will be receiving some tweets. Regis put ABC back on the Technicolor television map with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for Crying Out Loud until the networks burned us out on it. But this isn't about Regis. For ten long years, we have dealt with the Disney Parks branded tag to the name of this parade, as well as its deal with the devil host Ryan Seacrest. Mr. Seacrest, with all due respect to the empire you have created with Severus the Three-Headed Dog, you are no Regis, and you, sir, are no Dick Clark. Why did you ruin two holidays in one week? Your shadow is cast over this parade, even when you are not present with the persistent rockin' New Year's Eve ads. So for the sake of all of us who want to feel that very merry connection to Disney that we did all those Christmas morns ago, if we are going to have to be stuck with the Disney Parks name of this parade, I, on behalf of millions, ask you, Ryan Seacrest, please stand clear of the doors and take the monorail back to American Idol. Ryan and Kelly, your radio show, all the reality television you produce, and the Satan-bidding side hustle you've been burdened with as part of this deal you've made with the devil and away from my Christmas morning on Main Street, USA. Frank out! But check out my ridiculous music parody, Disney is all around, on the Dillo's Diz YouTube page. <laughs> Never one to miss out on an opportunity for a plug. That's Frank Cardillo. And then we did get one response to our tweet, at least one. I'll make sure that there's not more than that. But... They said to us the following, Disney Tips Guy, at Disney Tips Guy, give us back 2 a.m. extra magic hours in the summer. <laughs> That's more of a wish list kind of item than a grievance, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Now let's move on to the hotline. I put out a number. I put out a tweet. You all responded. Let's get to it. The first one is from our good friend, Donna. Let's see what Donna has to say. Monday morning monorail. This is Donna. Love your show. And I was going to comment on your grievances. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is in all of the parks, and I'm from California, so I go to Disneyland mostly, but I have been to Walt Disney World recently, is healthier food choices in all of the restaurants for the children. They just typically have mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, things like that. I think we need to get a little more creative there. So anyway, happy holidays. Love your show. Have a great day. Thank you, Donna. And that is a very good point. 
typically the children's menus and options are very limited. So, and they're starting to take things away, as you'll hear later on, because maybe Garrett has a little bit of a grievance about that. But yeah, give the kids some options, people. Come on. All right, let's move on. The next one is from a monorail cousin named Jen Cardillo Snyder. Hello, monorail family. This is Jen of Dillo's Diz. Um, and I just wanted to air a grievance I had in 2019. First of all, uh, my voice will probably fade as time goes on because Frank clearly gave me his sickness due to all the podcasts we did. And I think it just came through via video. I- I'm not sure, but I'm going to blame him. So that's number one. Number two, there aren't enough friends' gifts that I could use to express my frustration, my worry, just all the feelings I'm having with the redesign of Peaches and Cream. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced. I, I'm, I'm nervous. I, I feel like it just won't feel the same. I, there's just so much going on, and I don't really know how to handle it. Um, I, I don't even know if I have words, so maybe I shouldn't have left a voicemail, but this will be my big worry when it reopens. Whenever it reopens, that what will this feel like? What will it look like? What will the food taste like? How different will it be? And will the Dillos accept the change? <sighs> I mean, so far, no. But I guess we'll see. Anyway, wishing you guys a very happy holiday. Miss you, love you, Sam. Gotta meet you in 2020. Deuces! <laughs> Thank you, Jen. And, wow, it sounds like we need to be sending good vibes to Dillo's ways because they are not going to be taking this reopening of Peaches and Cream very well. So send them your thoughts. But, yes, we're with you. Obviously, last week we got a little grumpy, or I should say I got a little bit grumpy about the Peaches and Cream uh, refurb. So it's not going well across the board, (laughs) but we'll see. All right. And, finally, we got a voicemail from our good friend Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. Yeah, this is Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. Happy Festivus. Trying to air my grievances. I have a lot of problems with you people, and I'm here to share them. Actually, I don't have a lot of problems with you people. The only problem I have is uh, we need more Muppets in the parks, not less, uh, because the Muppets bring joy, laughter, and happiness to everyone. I don't see why we are getting rid of that. I feel like that doesn't that doesn't fit the uh, the parks theme at all. But anyway, uh, so more Muppets, less construction walls, Rise of Skywalker. I liked it. I don't know what the, all the hate is going on all about. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Festivus to the Monorail family. And um, hey, enjoy that Lederhosen, Frank. Bye. There's so much, so much goodness in this uh, particular call because the Muppets, we need them. We need more of the Muppets, obviously, in the parks. We want them everywhere. Throw in a little plug for the Rise of Skywalker. The Monorail family actually saw it last night. I think across the board, we feel good, shaken, but good um, about what we saw. And then Frank and Lederhosen. I mean, that's a merry holiday thought for all of us, I think, isn't it? So... Yes, happy Festivus to you as well, Adam. Happy Festivus, Jen and Donna. And thank you so much for calling the magical 
Monday Morning Monorail Hotline. We love this kind of thing. If you guys want to keep doing this, keep calling the hotline. I love sharing these voicemails, and I know that it's fun to to uh, to do it, and it's fun to hear it for the the audience out there. And I think it adds a nice dynamic to the show. So, thank you all so much for doing that. And uh, now, let's move on and get to the round table in the room. Speaking of grievances, Landon, be quiet. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, if we want to start airing grievances, I want to fire some shots at the kids. No, I actually don't. I love y'all. Please continue. <laughs> I would like to start with one. Okay. Because you... Brady's River. You started uh, singing the um, Muppets song. Yeah, I did. And my yes. grievance number one... We went to the Mickey Very Merry Christmas party. We did. And they had the show that happened before the fireworks show. The Mickey's most, yeah, Mickey's most merriest celebration. And they sang that song without a single Muppet on stage. How dare they? That's, it's so awful. Oh yeah. Yeah. The end of that show, they sing that song from a Muppet's Christmas Carol and there are no Muppets (laughs) to be found on stage. Not a single Muppet. What Literally singing and dancing on the Muppet's grave on, on Christmas too. Wow, yeah. that's dark. <laughs> As I, I was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. How dare they? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Makes me mad. The All Muppets right. should have been singing that song, and then Mickey and Minnie can chime in every once in a while, but it's not their song. <laughs> it's not their I would have song. loved to see Michael Caine up there singing it. That would have been great. Yeah. That yeah. would have been cool, yeah. All right, McKenna. Stitch is still closed. <laughs> 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 Where is it? Huh? Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, there goes my everywhere, list. but Stitch is still closed. Yeah. And will remain closed. It's not. It had been a while since you've been giving us updates on that, so so I'd been uh, I'd been wondering what's up with Stitch. Yeah, we uh, we actually, as part of the very merry party, of course, you can meet Stitch, um, and I think you can meet him there every day. We walk by it, and it's just kind of like a, a sad reminder that we can't go and get uh, burped in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Right? This is ridiculous. 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 Have they even said anything? No. Okay, great. That. Like- I think it's still listed as seasonal operation, which is just a lie. I mean, I guess it's true. If it opens, it's going to be some season. <laughs> <laughs> it will most definitely open during one of the seasons, yes. Yeah. So, Garrett, you have what one? What if it doesn't? What if it doesn't? Because global Then it warming, doesn't open. <laughs> there won't be a season. Yeah. Do you have a grievance, That's my Garrett? Grievance. No, I'm just kidding. My grievance is that they took the sour sarlacc away from Guardians. I mean, no. No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Guardians Edge, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, your favorite drink of all time. It's gone, and they said nothing about it except they put alcohol there. Now, now there's alcoholic drink that I can't drink. At least for a couple of years. I would imagine, though, like, like, could you ask for, like, a virgin? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. no oh, yeah, can't. that's right. All of it's pre-made, isn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't that, that be nice? That does suck that they took away that option. Yeah. Because I don't think Garrett was alone. I mean, you know, he actually did some Googling while we were trying to see if any of the locations would offer a sour Sarlacc. Lots of people like it. Yeah. Uh, everyone was leaving good reviews and were saying that's something you have to try if you go yeah. to Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. That'd be like them taking away the Ronto wrap and just giving us like a corn dog. Ronto wraps are really good. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. No. Mm. An, an alcoholic corn dog. Oh. <laughs> okay, and I'm back. <laughs> Instead of putting alcohol in the sour sarlacc, they put 
drugs in the Ronto rap. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this just took a turn. All right. <laughs> that could help you enjoy Galaxy's Edge even more, actually. Gives you all sorts of energy, but man, coming down is hard. You know? <laughs> I think we could probably stick with uh, Galaxy's Edge and have a few grievances oh, yeah. there. Well, since we're kind of going around, I was going to give Landon the next opportunity. Okay, all right. No, well, we can we can pivot into the Galaxy's Edge grievances. I I think that would be a good segue. Uh, okay. But I guess uh, I do have a gr- or grievance about that. It's the perceived notion that Galaxy's Edge failed. It's like, yeah. Like oh, this is interesting. I, uh, like like like. Why? Where is that opinion coming from? Like, like it clearly isn't. Yeah, okay, it did kind of slowly get there. But after Rise of the Resistance and people still lining up at four or five in the morning to get in on those early boarding parties, I don't see where I never saw where the opinion that it was failing came from originally. And as it stands now, I don't think anybody can say that with a straight face or be taken seriously if they are saying it with a straight face. I agree because I, whenever I went, it was packed mm-hmm. in there. Yes. Still it was is. hard to get around. And everyone's sitting around the ride waiting for their boarding pass. And when you're called. sitting like anywhere else in Hollywood Studios, you see uh, like kids holding the droids, like carrying the droids. Droids, around. lightsabers. So lightsabers everywhere. Yeah. 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 People are just mad that they don't have an imagination. I think there's a couple of things going on. I think people are mad that, that they're not able to just like experience like Tatooine and Hoth and like all the locations we saw in the movies like people didn't want to be put into a world where you have to make your own adventure even though Disney said that's exactly what's going to happen here and this is what you're getting so that's one thing but I also think that people wanted to rush to judgment before Rise of the Resistance opened Um, and they were like what is it this land there's not enough to do there's only one ride well now that all of us here at the table and at the virtual table have experienced Rise of the Resistance. I think we can say that was clearly the centerpiece of that land. And, uh-huh. it, and it is the experience that they promised us. And I've said it from the beginning. I love Galaxy's Edge. I love Batuu. I love that it's a place that, like, you are part of the story. You're not, you're not visiting relics and, and going through a museum of Star Wars. It's a living, breathing mm-hmm. galaxy, uh, a land that, like, yeah, sure, the Millennium Falcon's there. Uh, Ray's there, Kylo Ren's there, but it's active. Like things are happening and it's part of the living, breathing story and you get to be part of that. I love it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see, go see a Star Wars relic, say hi to George Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you want to go buy a Star Wars relic, you can go into the uh, Den of Antiquities and look at some really cool stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that I just want to kind of build on this whole idea of Star Wars land being a failure and just turn this into, I have a grievance with Diz Twitter and that everything has to be like a hot take and everything has to be dramatic. Hallelujah. Testify. Yeah. And then what is this new thing about like, they're almost creating like Diz Twitter memes now. Like somebody will make a joke and then everybody's like, Oh, that's funny. I'm going to make my own version of that joke. And then it just goes on and on and on. Like, one that I hated. The Polynesian bungalows are fake. <laughs> that made me sick. From the first day I saw that, I was like, this is stupid. It's yeah. stupid. And, it and I thought up. it was funny because it was so stupid. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, uh, the cool hip kids say Wyoming's not real because it isn't. You know? Yeah. But that's just something that we all understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Just, I get it. Okay. It's not, it's not real. So I understand the premise, but I also think that it's Diz Twitter. It's not your job. The whole thing about it, everything having to be a hot take isn't just a Diz Twitter thing. That's I a know, Twitter thing. I know. It's an internet thing, but it it invades Diz Twitter. Twitter and we, mm-hmm. we've done a pretty good job of like staying away from the dramatic neighborhood of Diz Twitter. But it's Until starting, now where we're it's calling them to all bleed. out. Yeah. Well, it's starting to bleed <laughs> right. into... Our neighborhood now, it's overflowing. And now, like, mm-hmm. I see even people that, like, previously were really not dramatic people on Diz Twitter are getting involved in some of that. And I'm like, guys, stay out of it. Come on. The most dramatic Disney thing I've ever tweeted was, why did they take away the Sour <laughs> Sarlacc? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it bothers me. But um, I just, yeah. It, it, it just, why, why do we, it's almost like you're trying to create clickbait for your own tweets and stuff. Like, just... Well, there That's are definitely yeah, there are mm-hmm. definitely people in Diz Twitter, and they are known as the people who just like to start stuff. You yeah, know? it's annoying. That just mm-hmm. stay away from them. A very wise man recently made a video about Twitter saying you get rewarded for bad behavior. For it's true, acting crazy. That's true. You get likes mm-hmm. and followers. Did Baby Yoda say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Such a wise. He should have though. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's uh, that's another uh, grievance. I want more Baby Yoda. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, where's my Baby Yoda merchandise? I need a See, lot of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will die for him, and I will fist fight anybody that would do harm to a single hair on his head. They should make one that sits on your shoulder, a little Baby Yoda. They should. I mean, they, they sell everything else that sits on your shoulder in the park, from a Groot to a, one of those weird bird things. Porgs. From Porgs, yeah, so why not a Baby Yoda? I'm making a grimace if you saw, but you're not watching the video because I'm not making a video, but I'm just letting you know I'm grimacing about porks. Plus, I like they made, porks. They made a little Groot that has a Santa hat now. Yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, next well, next grievance, yes. I'm going to say real quick because I'm it. jumping in because I know you guys Do all it. feel Rapid this fire way. grievances. I like it. The menu um, for oh. the oh yeah, Docking Bay Seven. Yes, oh Docking gosh. Bay Seven. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh my, it's Tip Gift. Who ruined it? Who ruined it? It was probably one of those stupid surveys that they did, and they tried to make me sabotage. Like, like figment. when you, yeah, exactly when you said figment doesn't matter anymore. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said the C's doesn't matter, and then I went I in there, and they do matter. <laughs> I thought they brought back. Um, the names they the, what they've done though though is like they do have the names but then they also have it like clearly marked that this is a pot roast you know that sort of thing um, and also piggybacking on that i want to like like i'm aggravated that people stole the metal oh, sport the sport. thing oh my gosh, uh, from it for everyone i know seriously y'all like exactly what mckenna said you ruined it for everybody just because you want to take it home or hawk it on ebay yeah Ugh. Oh. Why, why don't you just go buy your own spork? Thank they you. give them away. Special. No, they give them away at Taco Bell for plastic free yeah. stuff. You know, <laughs> plastic you just free go, stuff. Plastic free plastic stuff. You go grab stuff. a handful, and then you tell your kids, "This is your fork, your spork <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of the week." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When, when when you go get the fourth meal, pretend you're going to Batu to get. Yes, I'll take the tip yip taco. <laughs> 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 well, they are used to uh, serving uh, drunk and inebriated people, so they'd probably pick up on and be like, oh, okay, all right. I'll take <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Taco, gotcha. <laughs> and while we're still talking about people ruining things, people tried so hard to ruin the Disney Skyliner, especially after the oh, accident. Gosh. And I want to tell you, by the way, since it's reopened, not a single incident. Everything's yeah. running fine. Actually, I 
beg for the day that one car bumps into the one I'm in so I can get free Disney stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like I realize, and again, not trying to minimize the fact people are stuck on that thing for hours. I get it. That sucked. That sucked. (laughs) Yeah, and people, like there was like a a person who needed their medicine and and all this kind of stuff. I get it. It was a problem, but the gondolas are not dangerous. It's something that they had to work out some kinks. It's all going fine. Where'd all that noise go? No one's complaining now because it's working fine. And by the way, I love those freaking gondolas. I, they're my favorite. They they're are my good. favorite. Yeah, they're great. I think they're fine. <laughs> they're awesome. I still haven't gotten on them because I'll be honest, I'm, I'm still a little scared of them. <laughs> oh, man. I have the worst fear of heights, and I went on them, and I do not regret it. I wish it had it's a glass. Like, it, 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 it's the heights that doesn't bother me. It's the thought of getting, well, caught in there and just hanging for hours. I know it's not going to happen, but that's just the way my brain works. It automatically goes to the absolute worst possibility. Yeah, of course. But that's a me thing, not a Disney thing. <laughs> yeah. My grievance with the Skyliner is that I wish it had a glass bottom. Me too. I cool. nope, want nope. a glass bottom. I want to, they say, look, wave goodbye at all your adoring fans down below. I can't see them because it's not a glass bottom. Give me What glass if like bottom. one in every five or something? Was, I'd wait. Yeah. I'll I would take the wait glass for bottom. it. I'd do it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Y'all can ride it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We've been complaining a lot about like people and people do ruin a lot of things. But yeah. Let's people go, suck. Let's go back to complaining a little bit about. Oh, Give me looks back like, the Muppets. Yeah. Hand them over. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I am. Why do you do this to me? You give me hope and then you like take your hose and you put it out like the fire that it was. Yeah. And it was awesome. And you ruined it. You ruined it. I'm glad they're back. But how long are they going to be back? Yeah. For a limited time. How long? Yeah. And then how long till you rip it all away from me? Yeah. Won't be long. Yeah, it is kind that. of a bummer. You see more of the Muppets hawking what Facebook portal than you do actually in the Disney yeah. parks. And it is nice that it, what Muppets in history is coming back, but it is for a limited time. And yeah. we don't know what the future is because I do want to point out there is one thing standing in between Galaxy's Edge and Star Tours. Yep, exactly. And Muppet Vision. And I was promised a new Muppet show. Where is it? Where is my new Muppet show? That's right. The Josh Gad mm. project got canceled. Yeah. Where is it? Why? That, I, I think that would have been really good. Oh, yeah. This is, this is outrageous. And I, like, you promised me these <laughs> things. You, Who are you speaking to? Bob Iger? Bob Iger. <laughs> Iger. Uh, he looks like a giant baby. <laughs> what, if the, what if the show comes back and then when it ends, it just moves somewhere else? Well, as long as they keep it, that'd be fine. Yeah. But we just need it. We need Muppets in the park. Stop taking them away. Or we get a new show. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Like pushing them to the side, putting them on the back burner. Do justice to the Muppets. That's what I demand. I have to go. I feel like I should go every single day to the Magic Kingdom (laughs) and watch Muppets um, history. Yes. It's just just to do something. Muppets history channel. You Muppets need to take a sign that says "Save the Muppets" oh, and yeah. walk around Ooh, holding yeah. it up it. in Liberty Square and all those places. If they, if they tell me I'm not allowed to protest in Liberty Square, I oh. will tell them the irony. Oh my in their gosh, sentence. that is extremely <laughs> ironic. Yeah. This is America. <laughs> Freedom we, of speech. We are in Liberty Square. That's the Liberty Bell, and you're taking away my liberty. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like something we would need to live stream on Twitter. Oh my Absolutely, God. yes. Uh huh. Y'all would go. Viral, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah. I would be banned from Disney 
And it wouldn't yeah, be they do have a rule about uh, having political signs of any sort. So I'm sure they could uh, deem Save the Muppet history political. So, yeah. Hey, listeners, please don't do this before we do. <laughs> no, do it. Please. Someone go out there and help me. Help me, please. If we can all band together and protest for the Muppets in the Magic Kingdom, the Bob Eichner will have to open his Eichner. <laughs> I will never get his name right because it is unimportant to me. <laughs> He's Larry Bird's boss. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was Larry Bird's fault all along. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Blame Larry Bird when, when you get thrown out of Disney for protesting. Larry Bird? <laughs> so remember how I said I didn't think I had many grievances yep. um, and I didn't know what I was going to complain about? I guess I was wrong <laughs> because what about Rivers of Light? What about it? They took away the that. live actors ah. and they put the ugly mm. projection of a shadow of a live actor that would have been there on the cell. I don't, you know, ever since they let go of those live actors, I haven't been back and I don't want to go. I don't care. I've only seen it once anyways. It's not good anymore. Yeah. And they've added in some stuff. Oh, wait, I have been back since they got rid of it. (laughs) They've they've added in some stuff from like Lion King and stuff like that to the show now. No, I care. I care. And they keep cutting corners and cutting out like people, like actual people who are there to make the park better. And then they replace them with machines and IPs and not to sound like a kerfuffle, but (laughs) this is, this is ridiculous. I don't think that's the word you're looking for. No, I'm using kerfuffle. (laughs) That word, I do not think it means what you think it means. The thing they do in Animal Kingdom though with Lion King is that they don't integrate it like it's a movie. movie. They integrate it using the culture of Africa. Yeah, but I'm talking about in the Rivers of Light show. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't, don't know really how they do that, it. but I'd assume that they do it the no, same they do in the No, they rest put of the in the lions from The Lion King or something. A dictionary like, says the description of I kerfuffle is, oh, on. <laughs> hold on, McKenna, a commotion or fuss, especially one caused by conflicting views. She did it right. But I don't think you become right. a kerfuffle. Oh, she did say become. Okay. She said, well, I don't, I don't mean, to, mean to sound like a kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think you can be a kerfuffle. You can be a fuss. You can you be can, a conflicting view. Yeah, no, you can be... <laughs> I am a conflicting view. Complaining. You can be a fuss. <laughs> but I'm just saying, bring me back people. Bring the, Give them to me. Give me the Muppets. Give me the people. <laughs> <laughs> and piggybacking off something McKenna said, I do think... It is kind of a grievance of them reducing cast members yeah. from certain areas like in the River of Light show. Yes. I've read reports that they've taken away uh, photographers and replaced them with automatic, you know, stand here for 30 seconds and make a make a pose and it'll take the picture. Now, there are still photographers there to take your picture, you know, with your magic bands and the uh, magic of magical effects or mm-hmm. whatever. But I don't like the way that's going. I understand, you, you know, you want to save cost but but at the same time don't save cost at the experience and i do think those cast members do add to the experience of being in the parks and i will i will say some of those have been reversed some of those decisions have Mm -hmm. been reversed because i know for a while they put a a photo box in the meeting in uh, the town square theater where you meet mickey and people were very upset about that so now it's cast members again good yeah good um so but that's the thing like you can't and I think if the Imagineering story has taught us anything, it multiple times throughout that show, Walt 
had this constant bickering with Roy because Walt was like, we got to do it. And Roy's like, where's the money coming from? Yep. It doesn't matter because it's about the guest and it's about the experience and the, well, the money will come later. We'll figure it out. And, and now like that P and I get, I get it. That's bad business, but it worked out. I mean, so I think sometimes you have to think about that because if you give the people what they want, you give them an unforgettable experience. Sure, maybe that costs a few more dollars and it it lowers your revenue and your profit margin. They're making enough money. But you're making <laughs> how much money do they make on movies this year? Like five billion dollars? No, it was, it was more ridiculous. than that. Yeah. How Disney- much did they make on parking at the at Walt Disney World properties alone? Yeah. Twenty five to thirty five dollars a car. What at least four massive yeah. uh, parking lots? Yeah. Just- how much do they make in parking alone? Exactly. I can't. I can't picture it in my head how much money they make. It's ridiculous. If they gave me a day's worth of of the money from the parking in all the Disney parks, I could live on that for a I while. Mean, for a while, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, and we stand there in the Emporium and we watch people. Just the lines are forever long at all the cash registers. People are buying all the swag, the the pins, the cups, the stuffed animal, like everything. The, the popcorn buckets, exactly. Did you say? Did you mean to say we're buying all the well, stuff? Well, we we are buying the spirit jerseys. Um, yeah, it's the biblical we. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and so it's not like yeah, it's not like the coffers are empty. You know, you can spend a few more dollars. Give people an experience. Stop tightening the budget. It's not about like squeezing every little dollar out of everything because that's when you start to lose the spirit and character of the parks. I'm missing Walt. You know, you will look around the park and you can see some things still, but he's gone except for the little museum. It feels like he's gone. I want to I want to say something because a minute ago I talked about how much I love the Skyliner, but I will tell you this. I don't think Walt would have ever allowed the Skyliner to exist as it is right now. Because you see so much of backstage. Yeah. And his thing yeah. was like, his thing was like, you can't allow people to see that because it ruins the whole immersion. And the way that you go behind, um, especially World Showcase, and everything just looks like a, a warehouse, like that kind of ruins it. Like, really, I, I think Walt would have made them build some sort of a fa- facade or something where you couldn't see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he would not have been okay with that. No. Uh, again, that's a budget thing. Why would you do it if you don't have to? Well, the reason you do it is because you're trying to save the experience. Right. So anyway, I still love I guess another line. grievance I had speaking on Walt, and you mentioned previously the Imagineering story. I want more of it. Yeah, <laughs> and and sad, we don't know when, when we're going to get more of it yeah. because it was so good. Yeah, I know. <sighs> well, they, you know, they already caught up to like present day now. The last one was showing them doing Galaxy's Edge and all that stuff. But I'm, and originally they said there was going to be like like that was just it. It was originally announced as the series finale. But I do think um, me and my ilk have made enough noise online that it was then changed to a season finale. Oh, so hopefully that means we're getting more. Well, <laughs> well, let's go back in time and start over. <laughs> and they could even spend some time with um, like individual area cast members, you know, so like go talk to people over at Galaxy's Edge or go talk to people who are in Dinosaur, you know? Like, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, And then maybe it'll, like, cause people to appreciate the different individual areas of the parks. I see McKenna squaring herself. Did you have something you wanted to say? I square myself all the time because this is how I assert my dominance. But but I want to see... How Tokyo did the Beauty and the Beast ride. Mm -hmm. Show me stuff like that. Show me more stuff from other countries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that'll make me want to go visit those other countries maybe and spend money at go to another country and still spend money at Disney. Oh, I already you know? do. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think a lot of people are already there. I have a grievance. What is it? I just thought of. Do it. Where is DuckTales Season 3? <laughs> Where did it go? They said it was renewed for Season 3. Yeah. And the end of Season 2 was a cliffhanger. So where is it? Mm. They're they're hiding it from us. They could say something about it. Yeah. And they might say whenever that new DuckTales thing in Epcot is released, they might say something about it. That'd be a good time. Hey, I doubt it. They're taking away Perry the Platypus. Yeah, at a world showcase, probably. I know. I'm pretty happy about the DuckTales thing. I like I like that does and Ferb, cool. and I like Perry. So that is sad. But um, can but I talk you about watch DuckTales? Wait, wait. Can I, hasn't aired anything though. Can I talk about signs for just a minute? Can we start with Tomorrowland? Oh, my God. Oh, I thought yeah. we were talking about the M. Night Shyamalan movie, but please proceed. Oh, I would grieve about that, too. <laughs> can we Can we talk about the Hollywood Studios sign? Ooh. Mickey Star Traders. Yeah. Star Traders. Star yeah, Traders. that one's like, like makes no sense. Like, honestly. It looks like you're visiting New York. Are we trying to scrub the place to where it feels like we're in some sort of like a germ-free laboratory or something? Like, where's the fun? Where's, where's the spirit? Where's, where's the, the life? Where's the flavor? Where's the where's flavor? The shade? Take us to Flavortown, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Yeah, where is he? That's in Disney Springs. <laughs> where is he? Where is Why he? Why haven't I met him yet? <laughs> yeah. I don't hate the Hollywood studio sign as much as y'all, but I mean, it, it, it does seem like they are trying to change just stuff that doesn't really need to, especially like, like when we, Jay, you and I, we were at the Mickey's Very Merry and we did, uh, we did People Mover and you go past Star Trader. It's like. Like, just not hearing Mickey be like, oh, come on down and spend money, yeah. guys. It's like, that's so weird it and is. jarring for whatever reason. Makes no sense. Yeah. I, oh, and I do think that I was on to something because I previously had said, I feel like they're going to change the Tomorrowland aesthetic to match Tron for when it opens. And they said in the Imagineering story that Tron was the aesthetic they went for for like Disneyland Tokyo. Um, that's the Tomorrowland aesthetic. So I bet you that's exactly we what's going to be happening. We are not Disneyland Tokyo. Yeah, but they're trying to solve this we whole like, Tron. problem of Tomorrowland. By the way, a, another grievance. Tomorrowland was never a problem. No. No, no you made it a problem. <laughs> yeah. 50's Mr. future. Bob. Yeah. 50's. Mr. Bob made it a problem. <laughs> Mr. Bob. I love the... <laughs> 50s look at what the future is going yeah. to be. I love the, the Jetsons. Jetsons. Yeah. I love um, the books from that time when they're like... The Buck Rogers. They're thinking like, what is it going to be like? I yeah. love that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward goes to the future and, and everything's, everything's chrome. chrome. Yep. Yeah. It's, that is peak comedy right there. <laughs> okay? And they're taking it away from me. I'll tell you what they took away from me. My ability to get every fast pass I want with the stupid app update is not as easy as it used to be. And <laughs> oh, I man. was really good at it. You were really good. Oh, my like, God. Like you were able to pull Flight of Passage out of literally nowhere. It was it was impressive. I got Test Track. I got Soren. I got Flight of Passage. I would get Frozen. I would get all kinds of stuff. Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. You name it, I could get it. Now I have to use my first three before I can well, get you, another. That's always been the way. You no. always have to use those first. <laughs> yeah, three. you always have to. But I yeah. could, I could get flight of passage and like um, other like premium rides. Well, on my Animal first Kingdom, three, I would you just could get use, Everest and flight of passage. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but I would just, I could get um, 
like rock and roller coaster and then let that pass go. And I still hadn't used my other two and I could get Tower of Terror. That's because it used to be on two different tiers. Yeah, so why did they yeah. change it? They changed the tiers. So you have more I of hate a problem. That. Change they too. changed yeah. the tiers of the rock. I also would like to air that grievance of what they did at Hollywood Studio. And and I guess they did it in anticipation of Galaxy's yeah. Edge opening, but you still can't use a fast pass on anything in Galaxy's Edge that isn't, you know, dinner reservations or going to build a lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my argument there is I don't like it either, but I think the whole point was this way more people get a chance to get a headliner like Slinky Dog or Tower of Terror or something. like That way they can't all be snatched up by the same person, but it still sucks because if you are that person who gets in quick. Oh, that leads me to another thing. If I line up at four in the morning to get in the park and I get in first and I get a first boarding group, there you have no complaints, buddy. You cannot complain to me and say, well, I didn't feel like getting up at four in the morning. It's not fair that I didn't do it. It is, too. That's how it works. Uh, you should give me your boarding party because I'm a mom. No. And people complain about, like, <laughs> the like. well, Disney didn't communicate. That's right. They didn't communicate to anybody. But the people who got there, we all, like, you figure it out and you make it work. And guess what? Opening week for an attraction like that, not everybody's going to get to do it. That's just how it is. So if you didn't plan for that... What can I tell you? My next it, grievance mm -hmm. that not everybody gets to do it. That's not fair. <laughs> I've got six children I'm trying to get on this ride. And they you all want Mickey pretzels. On. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they're clicking along now with uh, Rise of the Resistance. I think they're, they're starting to really smooth out the issues. And nice. I think somebody said they got to like boarding party 150 the other day. So. Oh, yeah. So that was Jeremy from Main yeah. Street Magic. So they're moving. They're moving along better. But, anyway. but didn't you hear Galaxy's Edge is a failure? It's a failure. <laughs> it is a failure. <laughs> I no think one, about no it. No one wants to go there. Every time I walk through the streets with tears in my eyes, I'm thinking how much of a failure it is. They Big made, they made zero dollars off of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's factually correct. Zeros of dollars were made. Um, they were hoping for three monies, but instead they got zero dollars. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let me take us over to Epcot for a minute. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Don't take away space. My grievance. Earth. Is Don't Epcot. do it. I'm. This is my earth, not yours. You can't taint it. Do not taint it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It smells funky. Michelangelo just doesn't work. <laughs> he's, he's, taking a, he's on a break right now. It's perfect he's the way the it is. <laughs> okay. He's been working on that thing for Michelangelo years. Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> it's pizza time. Yes. When it takes a picture of my face, my eyes are black for some reason, and that's the way it is. It's and a it reflection of me, your soul. It makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. <laughs> it is really funny when it makes your eyes pitch. And if you're going to change it, let me buy some of that stuff. If you if you need money so bad, then let me buy some With of that stuff. With what money, stuff. McKenna? <laughs> I have a grievance. Sell my soul. I have another like grievance. Devil. You don't have a job. I have hey, a grievance. that's not Everyone... my fault. Oh, that just adds to my grievance. I have a grievance. <laughs> no one listens to me. Oh, you, all, <laughs> you all keep interrupting me. I can't talk. It's happened multiple times this episode. Talk louder. Yeah, and I'm I, talking. I was saying, oh, I, I think it's really funny when it makes your eyes pitch. And then she's like, hey. I'm not done talking. She's ranting. I'm not done. She's I, a kerfuffle. If you're gonna if you're gonna change stuff and then keep it in a warehouse forever, you might as well auction it off. You but know? Even if they what, did that, you would not win that? that auction. No, I wouldn't. Thousands I would of dollars. 
I would suffer greatly. But it's a way to make money and you stop firing cast members <laughs> and give me back the Muppets. I'll say again, they don't need money. They have yeah, plenty. They got the money. Well, apparently they do. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think this whole Disney thing, it's a profit deal. You think uh, so? It's like they're mm-hmm, a corporation. Yeah. I think they might be know, trying right? to make money. <laughs> Additionally, Epcot, listen up. Epcot Forever, I'm just going to say it, I don't like it. Trash. I don't like it. I, I tried the first couple times I watched it. It was kind of like when I saw episode one the first time, and I was like, <laughs> it's okay. It's still Star Wars. It's like, and, I like this, right? But it's a trick, and so is Epcot Forever. You go in there, they try to, they tease you with like, playing all these classic songs. You get to hear Veggie Fruit Fruit from Kitchen Cabaret. You get to hear uh, One Little Spark. You get to hear, you even get to hear Festival of Nations. I mean, Tapestry of Nations. They even play Tapestry of Nations. And then they're like, oh, new world. Because they're like, forget it. It's going away. And Epcot's going to change. And you're going to like it. Just like Star Wars. They Jedi mind trick you and they say, this yeah. is Epcot. You will like Epcot exactly. forever. And and by the way, that Epcot experience, um, <coughs> amazing. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's mind-blowing. But you're in there and you're like brainwashed. Everything's going away. They're making you like... <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited for this new thing. Yeah. But making you forget about the old thing. Take away Illuminations. Take away the Fountain of Nations. I'm not okay with either of those things. You bring them back right now. Hand them over. (laughs) Yeah. Give them to us. (laughs) This is turning from an airing of grievances into a hostage situation. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to keep the kites, though. They're pretty neat. Where is she? (laughs) (laughs) I have a certain set of skills. Oh, okay. That was <laughs> Liam, Liam Mason. Mason. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh! <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, Garrett was Arnold today. Um, Landon, we what? keep yelling over here. What are your additional grievances? Yell some more. Now, uh, I would piggyback off of a lot of what you uh, you guys have said. Jay, uh, the two points, he just nailed uh, Fountain of Nation and Illuminations. I have not seen Epcot forever, so I'm not going to weigh in whether it's, you know, garbage as one of our uh, esteemed colleagues uh, colleagues not colleagues uh, said earlier but I really liked Illuminations and everything I've heard about Epcot forever makes me feel like they have made the wrong choice uh, when it comes to that aspect but I want to pivot back to Disney Plus for a second does it really seem like after the beginning of the new year all the new content is really just drying up like we have no more Mandalorian coming. I already talked about how we don't have any more of the Imagineering, uh, yeah, Imagineering story coming out. I mean, I know we're going to get uh, Bucky and Falcon, but I mean, what else is coming out with for Disney Plus? Especially if you're one of those year subscribers or three year subscribers that they locked in. There's actually, I will say, there is a lot more stuff that's on tap because. They've got they do have Bucky and Falcon, but there's there's a few other Marvel shows coming. And for Star Wars, they've got the uh, Cassian Andor show that's coming out. That's going to be okay. like a tell you more about him and his adventures with K two S O. And then there's also the Obi Wan show that's Can coming. You say out. something about a, about Hondo Onaka being in something. Hondo, I think, is in Rebels. Mm. I think. I'm not. But is this stuff coming in 2020 though? Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. Yeah, um, and then there's there's like there's like three or four Marvel shows that are coming out. They're they're doing something with Vision and Scarlet. Uh, I know one or one division is yeah. coming out, but I thought they said that's being pushed back to at least 2021. Oh, okay, so maybe that's a little bit later. But I could but, be wrong. It's been 
it, it's happened once or twice. But. I have a Disney Plus grievance. Uh-oh. They don't have a Scrooge McDuck profile picture. They have everyone else, but they don't have Scrooge McDuck. They don't have everyone else. They don't have everyone else. No Kermit. No Kermit. I said they don't have. I I said they have everyone else on Ducktales. I'm so mad. Give me the Muppets. Yeah, but we do want Muppets or Avatars. Avatars is. I want want Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) I want more Ducktales. Muppets show. I think they should learn how to make real baby Yodas and then sell them online to me. Yes. And, and, and I'll pre-order Yoda. one as well. If there was a real baby Yoda, that would be so expensive. What would you feed Speaking it? You'd have to feed it frogs. Something I'm with okay bones. with that. Something with bones. Yes. Bone broth. So, the Frog. other grievance I have, though, is all the people getting mad at me calling it baby Yoda. It's Baby Yoda. It doesn't it's have not. a name. It, it does. It's the His child. His name is Trevor. No, it's Baby Yoda. No, they call it's it the Yoda. child in the it show. It doesn't matter. Over he over is baby I don't care. Yoda. The person that made gifts said they're pronounced gifs. He's wrong. <laughs> and anybody that says it's the child is also wrong. It's in this even instance. in the subtitles and the Funko Pop is called baby the child. Baby His Yoda. name is Trevor. <laughs> I've accepted the fact that we have to call it Baby Yoda. I just <laughs> yep. The reason I've accepted it is because that's what everybody's doing. But I do dislike the fact that people who don't know better ah, think, oh, like, oh, look, it's a, it really is Baby Yoda. This is what he looked like. And it's like, no, it's really not, though. They're just calling it that because we don't know the race. But Well, I guess uh, you speaking to everybody's doing it, uh, I, that's another grievance I want to piggyback on. It's and this just might be a more societal thing as a whole, the lack of self-awareness or lack of manners that people have in Walt Disney. Oh, this is a good one. Like just (laughs) zero self-awareness for whatever is happening around you. (laughs) We're all fired up. Yeah. You think you're you're the movie star in your own movie and everybody else around you is a cast member or an extra that you can just do whatever you want to. The rules don't apply to you. Just it aggravates the crap (laughs) out of me. You are not the only people that travel to Orlando, Florida to spend your hard earned money to do this. So be decent. Man, not only to not only to the people around you, be decent to the cast members too. There you go. I had someone <sighs> with you know those strollers that are long like a limousine with two <laughs> kids in it that shouldn't be in there because they're too big to be in there. <laughs> run straight over the middle of my foot while we were trying to get somewhere, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was awful, and he didn't even care. He looked at me in the eyes while it happened, and then I was like, "Great, this is happening." Yeah, they do she because knocked it over and be like, "Yeah." Teach that lesson to your stupid babies. They, there, people, was a, there was a lady at Happily Ever After who kept, like, I kept standing on my tiptoes to see it because there was there were people in front of me, and she kept hitting me with her bag, like, just hitting me over and over again. I wish Garrett would have told me because I would have hit her. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, please tell me somebody started hitting back. But here's the thing. In that same show, I was dealing with my own problem because my it was my mom's first time going to Disney, and we were watching Happily Ever After. My mom was in a wheelchair, so we had to help her up. But this lady was all up in our space. And, so, and she had a ton of space beside her, and even the cast member came over and asked her to move over. And her and her family were like, we're just going to spread out so that way we have a lot of open space around us. And then to make a point to me, she stood right in front of me. So I stuck my knee right into her back as hard as I could. And then yeah. she kept turning around and she she stepped back into me. And I go, uh, you're stepping on me? And she goes, oh, sorry. I was like, well, you could scoot over. And then I leaned into my mom and I was like, looks like you got a new best friend. I almost hit that woman. I, I hope her back hurts. <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> so I don't want to promote confrontational interactions. Uh, you should cut all that then. Um, but what I want to say is that you, like people, Landon's right. Like everything you said is absolutely true. Just have some self-awareness and realize other people are there trying to have a great magical day too. And it's not all about you. It's not like, sure. Do, do parents want their children to be able to see the show? Yes. Children don't go on your shoulders. You, hold, oh. you don't do that. You hold them up. Head level is fine. If you're going to film the show, fine. Head Put level. It, like on your eye eyes. level. Fine. Just do that. Don't hold it up over your head because I don't want to watch the show through your iPhone. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, come on. Just have some awareness that other people are experiencing this too. And here's a little, like an easy one. If you're wearing big old Mickey ears. Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> I even, if I'm wearing a small hat, I take it off. Even when you, you go in Phil Har Magic, take them off. Take <laughs> off the ears. No one can see over them. Also, when you're walking, please don't like stop in the middle of. Yeah, don't the realm. stop. Oh Get over to the <laughs> side. We're not in high school. Oh my god! I'll be walking, and someone stops, and I run into them, and they just stare at me like. They, this like dude they just hit me. They didn't realize anyone was walking behind them in a crowded park where it's <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. They, they're like, that must be the very end of this line. Oh like, god! Like, really, move. Move out of the freaking way. Step yeah. to the side. That's all you, you want to take do. the picture. If you want to check your phone, if you want to move or adjust your fast passes, step off to the side. Do not stop also, in the middle. Stay to the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. stay to the right. Mm-hmm. I always say not hard. I always say if everyone walked how they're supposed to, there wouldn't be traffic. Yeah. Everyone would get where they're going. You know, also don't smoke in the park. I can see you hiding and smoking. I know you have a nicotine addiction and you have to smoke right now. Just leave the park. We, we, we saw, when we were at Animal Kingdom, we saw a guy hiding behind bushes. It was in the dog walk area, but actually we thought he had just gone behind the bushes. But, but he was back there smoking. Yeah, because like, come on, he man. knows he's not supposed to, but he does it anyways. Yeah. Oh, and by the Just way, if, if, the, if the uh, the guests can see you smoking, Disney can definitely <laughs> see you smoking when you're doing that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, you will be escorted from the property, sir. And now that my blood pressure is a little high, and I'm airing <laughs> all these grievances, one more. I have to go get on a conference call yeah. <laughs> for work. So you guys continue, and I'll be back if my call is over. But I have a feeling it's going to go quite a while. So I have an anti-grievance. I'm out of school. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I kind of feel like um, Landon's was almost like a mic drop moment, honestly. Like, that's one of the big... Yeah, sure. We have problems with things Disney's doing. We have problems with them, like, trying to just ch- chase every little scent from everything that they do. Because they are a business. I get that. Yeah, taking away things that we love and giving us stuff that's like, oh, here's just fan service. Um, it's not what Walt would have wanted. Right. But at the end of the day, the things that we can control as guests of the park, we should really try to control. Because we can still try to make it a great day for everybody around us. And when you act like a jerk and when you're inconsiderate and when you don't have any sort of awareness for what you're doing, if, oh, just again, if you're in a party of like five, you don't need to walk side by side. You really don't. Two to a lane. Like, come on. Especially if you're strolling, having a nice slow (laughs) stroll. Come on. Um, So, yeah. And just like Landon said, take care of the cast members. Mm-hmm. Appreciate have, the cast members. Have, it costs literally a, nothing to be nice to people. I have a breaking grievance. It just happened. Mom just turned into a cat. 
<laughs> she walked out and then came back in, and now, now she's a cat. You didn't know she was no, starring in Cats in theaters cats now? That's a grievance, but <laughs> yeah, it's not that is, Disney. That is a grievance. That's not, yeah. It's not a Disney grievance, but that's a grievance. Why does that movie exist? Yeah. No, yeah, that's just a grievance for all of humanity, if we're being that's completely disgusting. honest. Disgusting. Stop. But Same thing with the walking thing. People do that at my school all the time. <laughs> yep. I always want to say, when I see groups like that, I'm like, do you guys want to lock arms? Do you want to hold hands? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Like, just, come on. Two they're, by two. They're making a wall so no one else can get past them. And it sucks if your fast pass is in two minutes. Oh, speaking of fast but, pass, do people have to stand in large, oh giant God. groups oh God, yes. in front of the fast pass entrance Why? while they wait for theirs to come up or try to figure out, did I even have a fast pass for this attraction? <laughs> move! Freaking move! You didn't. Let me let me solve the problem. You didn't have one. If you have to ask yourself, the answer is no. You don't. Sometimes the cast members are just like, "Come on, just just come through." These people are trying to find out what's going on. Yeah, because so they know how frustrating it is when there's a giant bubble of people. It's just like when you're trying to board a train, a plane, board a plane, and they're calling boarding groups, and everyone who everybody standing right not there. in first class and not in sky priority are all standing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Just move. We're all getting on. You don't really want to get in there first. I promise. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. So anyway, people suck. Didn't we say that earlier? Yeah, yep. people mm-hmm. suck. <laughs> people do suck. The 2020 message of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast <laughs> is it's don't be a bumpy ride. Is, Buckle up. Is don't suck. Mm-hmm. Don't suck. Technology is uh, limiting our evolution, and now we're just going down. I'll let you re-record that uh, that 2020 line because I was talking all over it. No, it's fine. Okay, better. Uh, no, you're you're good, and um. Yeah, I just, or maybe I should still align from an upcoming mega motion picture summer blockbuster. Be excellent to each other. Life is hard. And obviously Disney's going to do things that like feel like a shot to the gut. So why don't we try to pick each other up and take care of each other? Stop complaining about everything and causing drama on Twitter. Just be good people. Do good things. Don't punch cast members. Don't punch. Don't punch cast members ever, or anybody, or anybody on Disney property. Sometimes people deserve to be punched, but don't punch (laughs) cast members. They're you. If you cherished them, they'll give you stuff back. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) so be nice to them. They might give you stuff. Hey, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding because mom had a waiter and she was so nice to this guy and then we were walking through and she saw him and she was like oh my gosh hi because he remembered her because like they had a really cool conversation and stuff and then he gave us free water bottles yeah like not cups of water he went and found water bottles and gave them to us it's a it's a waiter at spice road table i'd give him a shout out right now but I, with mom out of the yeah. room i don't know his name but we'll do that. a hashtag cast compliment by the way if, if you do come across cast members that are really good and add to your magical time down at disney give them love on twitter uh, uh, it's at WDW. I don't know what the new one is because it's it's is it guest services? It's uh, <sighs> or is it just WDW today? I think it is still just at WDW today. Hit them up at WDW today with hashtag cast compliment and give yeah. them some love because I mean the cast members can add to your trip down there and 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 it's like remember at the end of the day you're you're getting upset about stuff at Walt Disney World, baby. It's Walt. Disney World. Have fun, man. Come on. Exactly. When it was my birthday, a cast member gave me a free bubbling Fanta thing. Yeah, it was nice. Thing. That's cool. Yeah, and, and like the cast members will always do stuff like that and acknowledge, even if it's just a, hey, happy birthday, or hey, congratulations on getting married, or hey, congratulations on getting that job. Stuff yeah. like that adds to your trip, so 
be decent to cast members because they can be decent back to you. Here it is. It's uh, WDW Today is now at WDW Guest Service. So when you do that hashtag cast compliment, make sure that you also tag at WDW Guest Service. Just be nice to serve people in the service industry, really. Don't act mm-hmm. entitled. Don't, like... Don't say, well, you know, this is their job, so I'm not. I'm just going to throw all my trash around. Or if someone's just cleaned something, maybe don't sit there, you know? If it's like closing time and they just mopped the floor, don't go sit in the area that they just mopped. That's frustrating. They have to mop it all over again. Unless you really want a peppermint milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I do think that I mean the best the best line we could probably end on is just Wait, just hold on one thing. <laughs> a wise kid on VR chat once said, "Do good, die great." That's my line. All right, do good, die great, or just just be good to each other yeah. <laughs> and be thoughtful, be considerate, and we can spin this grievance episode, this festivus episode, um, off on a on a positive message that way because really, honestly. We're complaining about something we love because we love it when we're complaining about the parks and we we're passionate about it and we care a lot. Um, but when we complain about the way people act, we don't love that, no. that, that can, that, and that can be fixed and that can be better and we can all be better and let's try to be better. New Year's starting new year's resolution, be better. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's l- wrap it up for today. And oh, we we didn't no do feats fe- of we didn't do feats of strength. Well, maybe maybe a quick round. Let's let's all have one feat of strength. So, Landon, I know you had one. So, what was yours? Oh, I'm just going to beat everybody up. That's my feat of strength. Oh, okay. Landon's going to beat everybody up. <laughs> McKenna. <laughs> oh yeah, coming for you, Hulk Hogan. Um, I guess one of my feats of strength was the marathon day that me and Dad had, where we woke up at three thirty and we <laughs> went to Hollywood Studios and we did like. All the major rides there, except for Slinky, like the Toy did, Story stuff. For we did, we were there for Rise of the Resistance, and we did it. Yeah, we, and we did, did it. everything we else. We did everything else, and then we went to Epcot, um, Epcot and we did a ton of stuff there. Soren, Test Track, Frozen. Yeah, it was crazy because we got there right when Epcot opened after being at a park forever. <laughs> um, and then we went over to Animal Kingdom, did Fly to Passage, and yeah. decided to go home. Actually, we didn't go home. Then we went to the mall, and I ended up. <laughs> Like with thirty thousand steps that yeah. day, it was a big day. Wow, it was rough. Yeah, it was a big day. We got a lot done. That is an impressive feat of strength. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess my actual answer would be getting up for uh, opening day of Galaxy's Edge at whatever three ungodly. Yeah, we got three up o'clock three. in the morning, and yeah, so that was that. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, my feat of strength is that I drank four cups of eggnog. And oh, a lot of treats <laughs> at the party. Party, the yeah. very many. Oh, party. oh that did. gives me indigestion. Just and I only about had it. a small stomach ache. <laughs> That's pretty good. Iron stomach. Ate a lot of cookies. That is impressive. Had a lot of treats. Lots of eggnog. Um, I'm just going to flex on all of you and say I've ridden Rise of Resistance three times now. So that's oh. my feet of strength. Kids, and- get him. And this oh, this most recent time was the closest to perfect because I actually got to see the probe droid, which the first two times I rode it, the probe droid wasn't working. They just mentioned it, and yeah, I was I like, thought, oh, I guess there's supposed to be a probe droid there. Um, I thought that it wasn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. 
Did you see it? No, I yeah, I saw it. I, okay. I saw it on day one. Yeah, it didn't work when Garrett and I wrote it. The oh yeah, I guess I guess that's another feel of strength. I saw I wrote it day one in your face. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, but it would have been a perfect ride if I had gotten the um, the path where the ad ad actually shoots at you that time. I've only gotten that once, but that's my favorite route for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, anyway, rise of the resistance is awesome, guys. Go oh, ride it's it. So good. Go ride it. Hashtag no spoilers. Don't tell people about it because I really feel like if you're a person who can go and experience it cold and have no idea what's coming, it mm-hmm. would be like totally mind blowing. Can I say the animatronics are kind of scary? No. Okay. Um, Jar Jar's my favorite. <laughs> Jar Jar's mm-hmm. my favorite. I like He's everybody's when, favorite. I like it when Jar Jar jumps onto your car with like his dual lightsabers and just starts going ham and on And kills it. everybody. Yeah, yeah. And then you get this. Sh- <laughs> And then he slips on a banana peel and goes, Pizza, <laughs> down! <laughs> and then you get to see Chewbacca's home planet. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun, too. And, of course, it's on Life Day, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Play that weird grandpa video game. Yeah, thing. uh-huh. I'm your fantasy. This is weird. <laughs> like, like, I feel like we shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> Speaking of things that uh, people may or may not want to experience because they might feel you, make you feel uncomfortable, Landon, tell people where they can find all your content. That's the best segue you've ever done. Uh, buttmunchchips.com, even though it has not been updated in like six months. So, yeah, go there for Do reasons. Uh, instead, I would invite you to follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Uh, that is where you can... Find the latest musings for me, 280 characters at a time. I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday uh, here locally at Knoxville, Tennessee, News Talk 98.7 WOKI, streaming worldwide, NewsTalk987.com. Very good. And we are Morning Monorail. Morning Monorail. (laughs) You won't find anything there, but if you go to Morning Monorail, you will find us on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail on all of the other things. We have a website, mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com. We have a YouTube. We have a Facebook. There's probably going to be some new content in 2020 coming to that YouTube. Just a little teaser. Uh, A little appetizer for you. Um, And you can visit our Facebook. We don't do too much on the Facebook, but you can like us there. Um, coming soon, also in the new year for episode 100. Don't forget, we've got the big live show coming up. So you got to mark your calendars. We're going to do a live show. We're going to do it on a Sunday night. So if you want to call in and actually talk to us, you will be live on the show. Make sure that you are available and I'll give you the dates as we get closer. But man, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're certainly looking forward to it. Um, but if you want to call and talk to us in a recorded fashion, you can do it on our voicemail 407-917-2144. It's been an awesome show. It's been an awesome year. And I guess our next episode will drop uh, before the end of the year. But um, we're, we'll do like a kind of like a maybe a year in review and looking forward to 2020 and what. And it'll be a positive change from this episode where we were just burning the house down. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe we'll even squeeze in a little M34D in there as well. And then we'll be in 2020 and things are going to be... You know, bright, peachy, and sunny for the rest of the year. No more complaining. We're we got it out of our systems. It's always sunny in Orlando. (laughs) It's always sunny in Orlando. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a friend. Thanks for following us on the socials. And if you have donated, thanks so much for your donations to our Give Kids the World campaign. Again, it was a competition between us and the Dillos, but at the end of the day, it's the kids that win. So keep on keep those donations coming up until the thirtieth. And until we speak next time, have a magical week. 
And Baba. a Merry Christmas, too. And a Come Merry on. Christmas. Oh, happy holidays. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon.